What's up? It's your boy, Jay Jones from BLI Podcast. We just wanted to thank y'all for tapping in episode after episode to the astronomical conversations we've been having. If you didn't know, you can catch us every Monday at 8 p.m. Hopefully you are enjoying the content that we put out. And if you would like to be a part of the podcast, you can shoot us a DM or even text us at 817-938-5047. And we'll get right back to you and see if we can link up and make some great content together. Once again, thank y'all for everything. And hey, be a light. Welcome back to the Be A Light podcast. It's your boy, K. Sloan. Here are my dogs. Jay John. The Brain. Boy, Nate And we got the, the Mr. Lifting Go himself. Hey, if you know, you know. Um, we were just we were just talking about, you know, some, some old brother chronicles about falling. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, just just that's what we talk about now. I rolled my ankle pretty bad. So for everybody that missed the story, you man, I, I rolled my ankle like a baseball right now. Like it's, it's really, really bad. Like my 30th birthday is tomorrow. So I'm like, thank you, God. Like, go ahead and introduce me to this 30. <laughs> with this, that's exactly why it happened. With this, with this. You feel some different pain when you hit 30. Oh man, that was uh yeah. My wife, my wife right here. There was there was a time I'm delivering packs. She in the car listening to music. She said she heard the big thud. I, I popped up so quick and got in that car. Man, got back in there. Got back in there. That's it's just man, you gotta just ride it out in the sunset. Look, she thought, look, Karen, Karen, she thought somebody hit the car. She said, Did somebody hit the car? <laughs> nah, that was me. That was me. But you gotta play that off. You gotta play that off. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah no, that was funny. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta know somebody somewhere saw you. Even if you didn't. Camera said, well, these rain cameras somebody saw it. Man. You know somebody Every... watching that video, like, man. I feel somebody probably you. submitted it in somewhere to one of them shows. You know how they be submitting yeah. them shows? I mean, people just follow on, that random. You're gonna be, you're gonna be on the show. show. Next Thursday, you're gonna be on the shade room on Instagram. <laughs> however, you blow up, bro. However, you blow up is how you blow up. Yeah, man. How y'all brothers doing, man? What y'all got going on? What's what's new in the world of uh, be a life? Man, Tuesday. That's work today. Yeah. Found out today that my brother should have been an old school accountant, like the people who literally, or, or you know, the people who uh. Who count all the uh, the ballots for the votes or something? Just find out he really likes counting, like putting his hands on stuff and counting money. I do. Your brother Jarrell? He talking about Jarrell? Yes. He been he like a, that. He had a whole bunch of coins from a vending machine, and he sat there <laughs> and counted it all by hand and rolled it. One hundred and eighty-nine dollars and fifteen cents. <laughs> That's crazy. He liked numbers. He enjoyed numbers. And this is why he did my best homework. <laughs> hey, hey, real talk. You gotta know your strengths, bro. Drill like them numbers. I don't like them numbers, bro. I'm a literacy guy, so sure. Me and you both, because I I showed what it took to get somebody else to count. Or bought or bought a coin count. That's what I was going to do. He's like, no, that's okay. Just bring them over here. I count. It's like a whole box of coins. You gonna count all of them? He's like, yeah, I count. In one day. 
Nah, I would have took that charge of the coin store. <laughs> I would even go hold you. Crazy the coin. I'd have gone ahead. Let me keep this coin store in business today. Exactly. I got to about 150. I started sweating. It was excitement, though. <laughs> I swear, man. You the child in your boy. Boy, locked in. Nah, I found that out, though, when we was doing the uh, mileage for the cars at uh, West Texas Centers. We used to count the gas mileage. You'd be like, nah, this would be precisely, uh, it's like doing the numbers in your head. I was like, like, how you do that? He was like, nah, they ain't going to play me on these gas mileage. I was like, all right. They was paying 0.58 per mile. I knew exactly you know what, what I was like, saying, bro. 0.58 sound like 50 cents to me. So I'm going to just go ahead and count that as half, and we're going to see how it works out. Yeah, I, need, I need all my, I need all my 0.58. That 0.8 camp. I don't like that, but, you know, we, we know our, we got no strengths, no weaknesses. So, boom. DeMarcus, what you have you want to cover today, man? Let's let's get into it. Ooh, uh. How did I word it? Because I read it somewhere and I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's a good topic. You want me to say what you said? Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We ain't even seen that many messages no more. Yeah, but I, you, you'd be surprised. You no, know, he old, oh, he can't access, he can't access it like that. You know how many messages come to my phone? <laughs> I got, I got dispatch, I got customers, I got family, I got. Oh, busy man, entrepreneur. You know, you can pin us at the top. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just found, I, I know that, I know, I knew that. Don't tell me you just found it out. Don't tell me. You just <laughs> oh, okay. So it says that, uh, that uh, I read something today that, that that men don't need that don't necessarily need to be loved. They need to be respected. And. Uh, if you if you know somebody's real close with the word of the Bible, that like the Bible always tells man to love woman, but from 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 the research that I've done, and if anybody want to correct me, they got to show me. But the Bible never tells woman to love man, and that's been a conflict, and that's been you know something for another day. But it's kind of uh, unique in that sense because the Bible says that, and I read that today that says man and last need to be. Love, you know, because I want <clears throat> his mother will love him unconditionally. But as far as like the world, he just he really wants to be respected. And uh, some people have had this encounter with their fathers. Some people have had this encounter with coworkers or whatever. But I, I I know a lot of people have heard. You know, you might not like me, you might not even love me, but you will respect me. And I don't come from no woman. That comes from a man. Not no shade against no woman, but that, that that's a that's a man statement. And it also made me think like. Uh, how much uh, validity does that does that statement have, or is it a statement? Is it just a saying? I just wanted to bring that up and see how everybody felt, and if we can validate it or, you know, saying not validate it, but I think it's pretty valid. <laughs> I mean, as far as father, like we can take it farther than Mother's Day. Mother's Day coming up, you're gonna show your love, you're gonna show your mama love, do all kind of things, whatever. Father's Day come around, like. He just wants to know, he just wants to be acknowledged and be respected at his position and what he's done, make sure his family good. And from the majority, that's, that's, that's good enough. I think, I think that this speaks to the simplicity of a man. I think, you know, I think we are, and then, you know, the old simple, what's that song? The simple kind of man, that country song? Yeah. 
Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking Leonard about. Skinner. There you go. Skinner. Somebody knew what I was talking about. That that kind of speaks to that to me. It's like, I think men are in the work is like, we we don't really, we don't really need a lot. We do need respect. We, we do want to know that we're respected in the family. We respected in society. I think a lot of times that's where a lot of the conflicts come from that we have, you know, the internal and outside of us conflicts is because of respect. You know, usually when you start with respect with manhood, you 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 really can build off of that. You can go anywhere with it. Once a man feels like he respected, no matter where he stands, it looks like, it seems to be like that would be um, a great foundation for him, wherever he is as a man, right? Um, but I also think the other side of this is the mo- the emotional disconnect that we are trained to have as young boys um, plays a role in kind of this ideology, bro. I really do think that we do need love. Like, I think we do need to uh, be cared for and understood and someone to listen to us. I think sometimes though, because we are kind of simple and we do learn how to defer ourselves so much, then it seems like we don't really need much, but sometimes we repress things and then they come out in other ways, you know? So, I mean, I would speak to it like that, but I, I think we can get by. Like we can get by without, you know, having somebody love or like us. Like we can do our job. We can be effective. But I do think we do need love to a um, to a degree because I, I think it comes out some crazy, some crazy ways, man. When it comes to like, you know, people trying to step on people to be able to show dominance, um, maybe uh, you know, inability to be able to express yourself overall. Some men become emotionally unavailable for the people they care about because of this concept. Um, that's just kind of what I think, but I mean, what y'all, what y'all think about in, in that sense? Cause I mean, I, I just, I was raised, I, I was raised in a way that we didn't really communicate how, you know, love affected us. That wasn't something. So I don't even, I just feel like now I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. What is it? What is emotional connection? Like, how does that work? How do we break that down? That, that's like my, my life journey now, that type of stuff. Cause I'm so, uh, I'm a novice at it, so what y'all think? I would agree with saying, yes, men do need love. Um, if you just get respect, I'm gonna focus on the family aspect of it for a second. If it's solely respect and no love, that kind of like makes you a tool, an object or something right like you the provider they respect your word you an authority figure but if there's no real connection behind the, the respect or what good is it like that's your family those are your kids right you want your kids to have a deep emotional connection to you you want your kids to feel something towards you right like you can respect somebody and i think probably in the sense of men respect turns into love or at least reverence in some kind of way right because your pops been on your head all your life keeping you in track you're doing right you respect that at some point as becoming a man that you become you look back and you say ah man i really appreciate my pops for that man like i love that dude that's you know what showed me how to be right so i think that's an important thing for dudes um one of the great philosophers of the 80s also said that I need love. You know, sometimes he sits alone in his room and he heard his conscience call. <laughs> was that, he did some uh, self-reflecting re- and he cool found part? out. It, L- it was. L.L. Um, L. L. Cool J. 
<laughs> one of the great philosophers of the 1980s. Yeah. But I would also just, you know, counter that with another one of the great philosophers, actually a little bit earlier in time, said, what's love got to do with it? <laughs> hey. What's love but Bro. a secondhand emotion? Bro. And that's why I say this, though, because I think it is kind of a secondhand emotion. Love comes from somewhere. So for dudes, it might come from respect. Mm-hmm. Right, but I think that that has to be a, a part of it. You don't love someone that you don't respect, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Right, like I would say that's that goes for anybody. So, I think, um, for guys like DeMarcus said, we provide, we protect, but I would hope that our women show love in different ways, you know, like taking care of the house, or, um, cooking, or folk, cook, clean, you know, they show love. I, I think we want to be loved. I think if I provide protecting everything and I came home to a dirty house, you know, that's kind of like. Okay. God's advocate. Can she provide and protect? Protect? No. Uh, I mean, she can't, like, okay, put it like this. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I'm saying like, okay, in certain situations, like, okay, what if she has a gun or something and, you know, we about to get robbed. She she pulled the trigger. Is that did she protect us? Yeah. Okay. I mean, cool. It could happen, but I would say, in at least in theory, right? No. Why I, would yeah. that be the situation that she's strapped and you not? Because... Well, I'm saying like I'm, mine in the car, or you know, I'm walking down. I'm walking up the stairs. I don't see dude coming. She doomed, you know. I mean, it could definitely happen. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not protect? She protected you in that in that. That's gonna mess Demarcus up mentally. I just want to know. Bro, he just said, "Yeah, I appreciate." He gonna say, "I appreciate." I gotta go to work real quick and go be on for the next forty-eight hours trying to figure it out. Oh man, Demarcus, you old school, bro. That's that's something that that's for sure. That's I would definitely see myself trying to say that, but like be like, "Dang, I just got my life saved." Like. But you're trying to like make it seem like she ain't really just saved your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's no, crazy. but I, in, th- in theory, like Nate said, in theory, yeah, we spoke. I mean, we're made, we're built to protect. We're, you know, God made us to protect. I'm just saying, like, if if the guy is the provider, if you're doing everything, I mean, I feel like it's a give and take, you know? I think both sides do their part, and that's how each person shows love. I don't think we just walk in and say, like, Oh, I walk in. You better respect that. I just worked all day, but you know, it's like she show her love, right? Don't 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 we both show love in different ways? So yeah. so so I think can like I, can I add to it? Go ahead, bro. Uh, take it back to not so much of a religious, but not everybody loves God. But the majority of people respect that God is God. Mm-hmm. So if you bring that down to a mortal sense, like even even fathers, like fathers, brothers, whatever, like it's almost like uh, you know, Dave Chappelle. Uh, was it Dave Chappelle or was it Chris Rock? One of them said that uh, only thing is love unconditional in this world is a, a woman, a dog, and, and kids. That's right. 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 Uh, and he got slapped. <laughs> but, uh, because of love. 
slapped in the name of love. But that's and, okay. and Will Smith didn't want to do it. He laughed at the joke at first. So what does that say? Well, I, I, I was saying that because because Kerry kind of alluded to this, but he didn't go all the way into it. Like in a lifetime, some of those some men uh, don't get the uh, what am I trying to say? Don't don't get the full encompass of love while they're alive. But then, like you said, my dad taught me this. Well, this man showed me this. So this man showed me. Like, I I really respect and love this guy for doing that, but. They still did it, and like you said, still get up and do what you gotta do. Go to the next day, take care of the family, take care of yourself, whatever. And it's not always reciprocated, but when it becomes when it comes to a man, it's like as long as as long as I respect it, you know what I'm saying. You watch these me and date was me and me and date me and Nate was talking about this yesterday about like all these dating shows and these marriage ultimatum shows and all this stuff like. Nine times out of the team, when they ask what the guy wants, like I, I just want to respect me. Like I, I want to be respected in my house. They don't, they don't be like, I want to be loved, or, or is that because we take a woman's love for granted, or like? I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel love in a way that maybe looks like something other than respect. Like I don't think we always accept love in other ways. I think sometimes we defer it. And then when you talk about like respect and it being like, is it, is it, is it fear? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if, if it's just respect, you know, it's like people that say they don't love God, but they respect God. Is it just that you fear God? Like, you know what I mean? Like where, what is the respect? What is the definition of respect in their minds is what I would wonder because mm -hmm. like, bro, I feel like if we're not allowing ourselves to take in love, then we the ones that's dropping, we dropping the ball as men. Like you dropping the ball in regards to like, you know, letting an emotional connection really happen within you because that's what's going to grow you. Like the, the bareness and the vulnerability. Um, we got to be able to take it all, man. Like, you know, we got to normalize men crying. Like, even though it's not like something that you, you know, we didn't grow up with that, but we got to allow other men to be able to be, you know, emotional with, with they woman and not, you know, judging for like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know I've had, I've had people tell me, like, you know, yeah, he always be, you know, this females, he always be crying and whatnot. I'd be like, he be crying? I'd be like, yeah. But it's like, but it's like, I feel like he's so, he feels so safe in that relationship that he's doing that with her and she's talking about it, you know, and like, uh, she's complaining and just saying it out loud, but he be like, like, you like that? But like, that's like that vulnerable love. Like that's that, you know, I'm not doing it yet. But I'm not saying that it's okay that I'm not doing it yet. Maybe I need to find a shorty that I can go cry on the shoulder and know that you know it's a safe space. It's like you gotta be able to bear yourself because if you can't, but you know, with your with your lady or with your man and God, like then where's your safe space really? You know what I'm saying? Like where where can you feel safe in this world? Because it ain't on these streets. Podcast. Huh? I wish we had a woman on this podcast. Be straight honest with us because. We're gonna do it next. Week. Too much. I think a woman will lose respect for you. If you cry, my data doesn't say that. My data don't say that. I want to say that. I want to say that. But what my data? data don't say that. My collective because... data. Okay, what is he cry? Like, okay, like if somebody, like his, you know, one of his boys or, or parents or something, you know, he shared a couple tears. But if he's watching Lion King crying, it's like, hey, not yeah. so much on Lion King. talking about the. Yeah. the <laughs> 
I'm talking about I'm talking about notebook crying, bro. I'm talking about ugly tears at the end, which which lady. I feel like if you crying just because you had a hard day, life's a little stressful. (laughs) Then yes, they gonna lose respect for you. If it's if somebody passed, that one you you get a pass on it. Right, everybody cry. Yeah, that that's cool. But need to cry. Yeah, like grieve go through your process. What if what if you had like a hard month though? You know what I'm saying? Like you coming in, no, no, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like cars breaking down, you didn't pay for everything. It was a hard, like a tough month. You can't just come out and get on your knees and go, no, no, real talk. We gotta cause we on the air, we we on a camera right now, and this is gonna be on here forever. Science and data says. That we are supposed to cry. It's a cathartic experience, bro. It releases the stress. That's cool, but you know people don't always listen to the science. Bro, Bro, I'm just saying, though, at some point, though, in the future, it's going to be more common because these these, the youth now is a lot more sensitive than we were. And they express themselves in that way a lot more often. So I'm telling you now. Carrie? What's up? What's up? Talk to me. You you just said the youth. These generations to come seem to be a lot more expressive, a little more emotional. Can we be truthful? Have we lost respect for the youth in that in that sense? Um, we go, we we take it back to where we came from, or all the things that we went through, and we press through, and we like might feel like they're a little softer, or might feel like they all need to toughen up or run through the bush. I think that there is a disconnect, and there's always been a disconnect between the older generation and the younger generation. So I think, you know, throughout time, you can see that, you know, even back when, you know, Will Smith talking about parents just don't understand. Like, it's it's always kind of been like that. You got either the, the rebel generation, now you got more of the crying, sensitive, tell me, like, I'm telling you how I feel generation, and it's going to be something else moving forward. So I do think there's a disconnect in that, in that way, but I think both sides of the argument have validity. You know what I'm saying? There, there is a mental health aspect that's more important now. We put way more on mental health now than we did in the past. So now it's not okay that you just beating on your kids. You know what I'm saying? It's to be beating on your kid. You can't go just grab a switch and knock your kid out like back in the day, like how it was okay. Like now it's like they're going to investigate that because they want to know does the child feel safe psychologically within the home and things like that. It's, it's just like it's a different day and age, bro. It's just a different day and age and I do think there's validity on both sides. We got we got to be open. We got to be open. Yeah. I think that's and I think it's validity, but I think some people use it to their advantage also. And that's I think that's where we get the older people. Our generation gets to the point where like, come on now, it's like we get you know depression is real, anxiety is real. But it's like some I heard like an eight year old or nine year old say like I'm not going to class, or I'm not doing my homework because my anxiety is bad. It's, you so know, you check them. So you check them. You say, okay, what's making your anxiety bad? Mm-hmm. You take it down to the, the minute because everybody loves to get on these buzzwords that everybody knows now because of the, you know, the times. But yeah. you, you ask them, what exactly is it that's leading you to that feeling? Right. And when you get to that, then it might turn into something where, oh, I'm just yeah. not going to do my work. Oh, I just don't want right. to be around that girl. Oh, I just, you know what I'm saying? You find out those certain yeah. things. And now it's like... But yeah. that's why I said the disconnect is if I was nine years old and said, I'm not doing my own work because my anxiety... <laughs> The paper going across my face, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'm gonna be in my homework. It's gonna get slapped across my head. So it, that's what I'm saying. We just raised different. But you're right. It's validity on both sides because because 
Some people yeah. use it to their advantage. And some people actually do have that problem. Like you said, they do have social anxiety. They do have, if something gets really hard, they can't think, you know, they do have a mental health issue. So it's before you, got, before you get off this though, before you get off this, I know you about to say something, Marcus, but no, I was no, reading what you said, so go ahead. Okay, well, I was reading the Bible and the Bible was saying, and this is, I don't want to misquote this. I don't know what verse it was, but it was saying like, once you know better, like right now, mental health, we know more about mental health than we ever had before. Once you know better and you turn your head away to better and you go back to the old, it's like putting your face in old vomit. That's what the Bible said in so many words. It's like putting your face in your own vomit. Like why, why would you go back when you know that we've learned that there's coping strategies to be able to deal with certain things that you know we may call depression. Why would we turn a blind eye to depression being real? You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'm not gonna say you're not depressed. I'm just gonna figure out what is bothering you. And it could possibly be depression or it could be just be something you don't understand quite yet. That's what I'm I saying. Think that's the, I think that's the whole answer to it right there is that people don't <laughs> always know. People don't really, understand okay this is actually a mental health issue versus this is somebody saying mental health to get away from something yeah right like, but if you know but if you know nate right and you the guy in a situation now you're in this interaction with these people that and you understand it then it's, it may be on you to kind of help everybody figure out what's going on because everybody doesn't know but now because of, i think the information is that we talk about everybody's able to get on tiktok and see the three steps leading to, you know what I'm saying, a psychotic break. It'd be like, oh, okay, well then let me just go ahead and say that this is like WebMD, I'm gonna diagnose myself. And then now mm -hmm. I'm self-fulfilling prophecy. So it's like, you have to dig into it now. Cause if you just say, all right, well, you, you, you lying. They might go off the deep end just because they make it real, bro. They will make it real. They can literally go against you just to go against you and create a mental illness. Yes, and that's that's what I was gonna add to what Carrie said because we got three kids here, and you know I've I've experienced that with our kids. They'll come up and be like, "Uh, you know, I have this," and I'll be like, "Explain it. Tell me how do you know you have it? What is what you know? What's causing you to have it? Or don't just say I don't know, or well I read this, uh, like like Carrie said." We're in the information age where it's at their fingertips, but just like Gerald taught us about the stages of depression, I'm like, oh, I'm depressed. Well, tell me how to get there, what caused this, or what are you feeling? Or it's almost like you're going to a psychiatry type stage to where you, if you if you can express what it is you're feeling or what you're trying to tell me, then okay, now I'm going to take it seriously. But if it's just to get out of something, or get out of trouble, or get out of homework, so you don't have to do this, or you're being lazy, or whatever then it's easier to sift through because we're older. You know what I'm saying? We got experience, we got more knowledge. You might've been able to read it on the internet, but there's a lot more to it than just the words that you read on the internet. So yeah, make it, make it, make, make them make it true. And not just from words that they read from experience that they have. So yeah, I, I agree with that. That's what, that's what counselors do. Drug, correct me if I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Being in mental health, that's essentially what you're doing with clients is mm -hmm. you, you allowing them a space to be able to actually talk through something and hear that, okay, this is what I'm noticing. You being a professional tell me as a person, maybe dealing with something, tell me what you noticing. And then you basically made me explain why mm -hmm. I'm here right now. Yeah. It's a conversation. 
Yeah, well, usually that's the first thing we do is find triggers. Like you said, I mean, and they come in, they say depression, you know. We try to figure out what's, like you said, what's, what's the triggers? Give me three triggers. Or what do you even know about depression? So we might even educate them. Cause some people say, like you said, that's how I have depression. And they don't even know what it means. It's like, well, is it hard for you to get up out of the bed in the morning? I'm like, oh, no, I get up and I, it's like, well, you know, that's a symptom of depression is you don't want to even want to move. You don't want to get out of bed, you know. So if you once you educate them, it might just be anxiety. It might not be depression. It might be social anxiety. Like I get in front of people and I freeze. So, you know, mostly educating people on what it is and um, finding triggers. Once you find the triggers, you know, they tell the truth. You could say, uh, you know, I lost five family members. I used to be active. Now I don't want to do anything. I don't have anything, any interest. I just like laying in bed. I don't even want to eat. And it's like, okay, let's take this serious, you know. So something triggers depression. Something triggers, you know, even if it's uh, schizophrenia, it can be drug induced. They took, smoke some bad drugs, right. you know. They right. go from all a student to not hearing voices and can't even go to school. But it's usually triggers to whatever they're talking about. Every, so. Everything leads to something else, you know. And, it, yeah. and I think going back to love conversation, do we, do we need love as men or do we need just to be respected? I think... I think it's, you have to be able to communicate and take communication in a way, love languages and all that, like it, it all, we need all of that, I think. I think that we found a way to navigate it in our generation where we can get away from having to accept it in all those different ways at times because we the figurehead, we the strong man, we the protective, we the provider. It's like, we do what we gotta do. We come home, we make sure, give everybody a hug, things like that, but we don't need anything else um, because that's what we see. That's what we, that's, I mean, you know, I don't think, but I don't think that's just us though. That's not, when there were more than that, I would say. I think we got more to us uh, dynamically. It just has to be uh, explored. And, and society does not accept that in its totality yet. Like us, like I said, even the crying and the, the, the being, you know, just vulnerable. And we just, I mean, like I said, I ain't there yet. I'm not on this podcast here talking like I'm there. But I, I know for a fact, though, people need to be able to communicate in all various types of ways. So, well, if, if men, why would we even have love languages if we didn't need to be loved? Like, men have love languages, too. Yeah. Like, some <laughs> men need, you know what I mean? <laughs> Physical oh. touch or... or what? <laughs> there was such a funny Facebook post somebody posted. Somebody said, oh, man. Somebody said, I, I want somebody to buy me flowers, too. That's what it was a dude on Facebook. <laughs> this girl this girl shared it. You know how they be sharing it? They put a quote on no. top of it. And yeah. she was like, men so sassy now. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I was God. like, and in the comments, bro, the comments was going crazy. Like, the comments was like, hey. Like we want to be winded down too, like all this other stuff. I was just like, man, this is a different day and age, bro. It's like, it's crazy because they're not wrong, but it's yeah. like you just—I ain't never read that before. It was just like reading it, like, man, look at Demarcus' face. <laughs> Demarcus, you don't want to be winded down not one bit, my guy. Bro, thinking about some no chicken hat. wings or something, bro. Huh? Buy you some chicken wings in the six pack because the game <laughs> it ain't gotta be flowers. Like, uh, it, it makes me feel comfortable. I ain't gonna lie to you. It makes me feel comfortable. I, I always say I don't need it. Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do for me what everybody says it does for them. It, it don't do nothing for me. I, I think I completely understand that. I, th 
I think I think we get used to what we get used to. And I think yeah, what we're comfortable with, we're comfortable with. I think once yeah. we want things, you know, we communicate that. And that's how it works. Like, cause like you saying, Demarcus, I really have told every woman in my life, don't buy me gifts. Do not <laughs> buy me gifts. And well, every yeah, time yeah. they buy me gifts, bro. Hey, hey Kerry, I'm the same way. And then I I feel bad for, for some people who have done that for me because they like looking like they looking for this reaction. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. They're like, they be mad. That's it. Like, I, I, I spent all day doing this. I'm like, oh, I appreciate it, but like, whether you get it or not, like, it's it gonna change my day. Like, we could. Yeah, it don't make your day. It's more yeah. of a thank you, but it won't make it. Like for some people, it would change their whole. They it bring joy and happiness in their life. Yeah. For you, it's just like I appreciate that you did that for me. But if you didn't, I still would have had to say not the same day. You would have had basically. Well, I guess that's okay same. day. It would have been yeah, no okay day. Way. Right. I, just, I mean, I, I, like I, say, I appreciate help here and there, uh, love here. I, mean, I can't say I, if I came home to like a, I don't need no surprise party or nothing, but you know, somebody appreciated my bir birthday. You know, I mean, y'all know how my birthdays are. So I guess I do like the <laughs> appreciation. Yeah. Like, what you think? You ain't saying much, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm agreeing with DeMarcus because I'm thinking about it like, Especially on the on the receiving gifts thing, that's something me and the wife talk about all the time. Like my birthday coming up, your birthday tomorrow, Kerry. Mine on yeah. the twenty first, and she asked, she didn't probably ask me ten times. What do you want? What do you want to do for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday, baby? I took the day off. I'm a chill. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I do every year. That's crazy. That's crazy. But that's my just that's how I do. Man, like, yeah. I don't I'm, know. It's I would, I don't know if I want to say it's viewing it as being a burden or what, but some of it comes from for me is I remember honestly going back to when I was probably like 12 years old, 12, 13 years old, I told my mama no more Christmas presents. Like, you ain't got to give me nothing. I'm good. We wasn't broke, but it's like, why are you spending money on stuff that I don't actually need? Right. If I want something at that age, I'm gonna have to ask for it because I ain't got no money of my own. But at some point, if I want something, I'm gonna go get it myself. Like, That's cool. Not, I'm not right. asking you to do things for me. You know, to me, I try not to view it as being a burden because talking about love languages, some people's love language is gift giving, as well as some can be gift receiving, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's how a person expresses that they care about you, I think you have to try to be open to that. But it's weird, it's a weird feeling. Like you say, like that just is not what I'm looking for, is not a normal thing to me. So. so, but you would say that even in it being weird, right? If somebody's love language is gift giving, then with love, I, I guess I've heard it described love is more of a duty than anything else, especially for us to kind of wrap our head around. So if it's like a duty, then it's my duty to, to be able to, you know, be a good lover and say, hey, thank you. Be a cheerful receiver so that you can, you know, be able to address that love language. Say you are, this is respected and felt, right? Because we work off respect. So this is respected, it's felt, I accept it. Thank you. Love you. Move on. You know, for you, you didn't really need it like that. But it's like, I know that's, you need That's it. the easy part. Like, you can... You should be able to do that. You should be able to say, oh, man, I appreciate that. Keep it moving. But it's still a like, dang, why did you do this? Like, 
you didn't have to do that. You had to do that. And, I feel you. Um, I feel you. I do, Kyle. Because I mean, even one time, I remember my apartment. I think we were in Houston or something, and Desiree cleaned my whole apartment. It was like spotless. And I walked in. I said, "Man, what? The, like, why you do that?" I was like, "That was my plans for this weekend." Like, instead of just being like, "Thank you." It was like I was, and she was like, "Well, I'll never do that." And then I had to, like, hey, I like, I've been there. I've been there. Thank you, but it, it, I get y'all. But I'm tr- like y'all said. I guess the right thing to do because now I'm trying to do better. Because like, if I need help with some more, so I will. But like, hey, I, you know, I, I need you a little bit. So I, I'm trying, but it is hard. But yeah, I think if somebody they're gonna do like, toxic masculinity or something like. It's probably a part of it. I I give y'all a recent one. This Sunday, I was gone. We went paintballing. I was gone most of the day, right? And we were supposed to do some like this light yard work. It wasn't nothing crazy, and it's really nothing that I know she couldn't do. Like I know she could handle it perfectly fine, and we didn't even talk about it. I got on the phone with her. She was like, oh, "I just got done doing this," and in my brain, I'm like, "Why would you go out here and do this when I wasn't at home? I was supposed to go and do that." But that's just, I think, where the man mind goes with it. It's like, I was supposed to do the labor, all right? I think that's part of, like, when we talk about being a provider, the protector, it's taking labor away from other people, especially taking labor away from your woman, right? So that's partnership, is understanding that you married a capable woman, you're dating a capable woman, whatever it is, they can do stuff too. It doesn't make you less than. You just have to find that balance in it. Yeah. The little thing you said, I mean, the book or whatever you posted earlier, I think that's the reason we have all this toxic toxic masculinity. Because when you let her, if you let a woman do something and then she throw it back and she was like, yeah, she's going to tell her friends, like, he ain't even cut the grass out or whatever <laughs> happened. You know, it's like, but I never let you do that. Like, that's the point where you be like, you won't touch a door. A lawnmower. You, you want one? Look, I wash the dishes. Like, that's, yeah, that's you what, right. That's what you happened right. to a man. That's what happened to a man to make us like, yo, don't let your woman do nothing. It happened. It's probably happened to our daddy. <laughs> like, but, but see, you right though. But that that that'll get our pride involved, and when our pride get involved, then it limits communication. So now okay. I think if I do more. I don't have to say anything else. I do more. Look what I did. Walk off on it. You see what I did? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, that did it. Like fix it. You say what? On Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it becomes transactional though. Now it's a transactional interaction. It's not. It's not. You're not communicating because if she really saying something like that, maybe we gotta sit here and break it down, babe. Like, hey, I'll do all of this. But let's really find out what is this about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we really trying to say here? So we can clearly define that. So I ain't over here breaking my neck trying to, you know what I mean? Because I'll do it. I can do it. But let's talk about this, though. Like, I think that's something we need to really do more is we just need to talk a little bit more. Just a little bit more of a conversation first. And let's kind of get common ground. And if we can't get common ground, then, you know, we can do some actions and, you know, try to move around with it. But I think you got to get common ground, bro. Like you got to, cause that's where the love is. Like we, if we can't communicate, we ain't got nothing. We can't communicate. We ain't got nothing. So, I mean, I guess, you know, we, we hey, can't. Men, men out there, don't kid. If you need, don't kid yourself. Bro, can we talk about this? Killing yourself, right? Too much. Talk, bro. talk, talk about it. 
Bro, I this off the record. We ain't even on schedule with this, but I'm gonna talk about this. <laughs> you talking about don't kill yourself, bro. Like if you're not getting any type of sign of attraction from a woman, don't think the more you do for her, the more she gonna like you. Right? I want to talk to men that's doing that. Just it just came to me when you said don't kill yourself, because there's some men out here that laughing because you know there's cats out here that's really killing themselves to impress a woman that's baiting you along. That's because that's that's because of what they've heard though. But they want to be. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Some of us, we we've heard what a woman wants or what a woman needs or what she's looking for or whatever. Applying so pressure. That. Applying pressure, huh? He tries to surround her. No, 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 no. With that man. No, that. I'm saying you could. If, if you know, you might, and this this goes to not knowing yourself, but you might meet a woman that you're really attracted to, and then you hear her talk, and she's like, you know, I just kind of like. A, rougher guy, guy with a beard. Next thing you know, dude growing his beard out and stuff. Like we become what you want because we're trying to attract you from what you said that you want. Mm. And then what, what messes up, up in our head is that you mess around thinking that we're becoming what you want and then you go off and marry somebody that ain't nothing like you said that you wanted. So They say within the first 10 minutes of meeting a person, you know whether or not you want that person. That's what they say. <laughs> And women, it's probably less than that. I remember doing what Jaleesa said to Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> First so, thing. So <laughs> you over here. That's my work phone. My bad, job. My work you phone. Beeping, you beeping over there. As long as ain't nobody jumping off, nope. You, you know what I'm saying? We don't need that. We, we, don't, need that. we don't need that. But, but you over here trying to break your back to fit a mold, and she already know whether or not she rocking with you or not. You know, you, you just need to be yourself, brother. That's what I keep telling cats, man. And I say cats, you know, my youngsters, they be like, man, why you saying cats? <laughs> but you need, you need to be yourself. Just be yourself, bro. You do not have to break yourself against the, the model man, the American man you think you need to be for this woman. She wants you, she wants you, bro. She don't want you, she don't want you, bro. <laughs> she don't want 100%. you, bro. I don't care what you and do. Accept that. Except that and move on, man. Eat that, bro. Eat That's really it. Because you'll be you become a guy. I mean, you know, you hear women say they, they lost themselves in a relationship or a marriage, like they lost themselves in a relationship, they don't know who they are. That happens to guys too, man. You'll become somebody that you don't even like looking at in the mirror because trying like Carrie said, you're trying to do everything and you still don't have that respect mm. and you don't have that love. Got a little little out here looking like Will Smith. Boy. Oh, okay. What'd you say, babe? <laughs> Go ahead and smack him up real quick. Do what you got to do. That's like, that's, bro, we used to see that a lot back in the day, though. That was like, when we were younger, cats was out here fighting behind women, like fighting behind girls. It was like, you know, you they, they was trying to flex a lot harder than now. Now, you know, like, like, I, like we said, you know, dudes want to get wine and dined and they want to get chased. But <laughs> hey, oh, hey, it's different day days. It's different day days. That sounds so bad. That's hey, no, but it's the polarity. First of all, first, of all, first of all, she used sassy when she was talking about it. That hurt my feelings. I know, I know, sassy. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That's what's funny. That ain't the feminine time. word. I want to pack everything and leave you call me. Like, Yo, you sassy. That's a bad bro. You're so sassy. I got to go. I don't want to be sassy. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. Okay, so I'm not respecting. I'm not respecting. <laughs> you don't love me. You don't love me. <laughs> oh, snap. So, all right, boom. So, here we go. I, hey, let's talk about this Instagram post I posted, though. <laughs> so, we freeballing. Man, we freeballing. <laughs> Whoa, freestyling. 
Freestyle. Freestyle. It's freestyle. It's not free balling. He was doing that too, though. But he's lying, sis. Okay, I got to go. He's lying. <laughs> Bro, hold up, hold up, hold up. He's lying, sis. This dude wrote a book and say he's lying. He's been doing this, though. So this is like his 10th book, I feel like. But he makes books for women, right? It's called He's Lying, Sis. Uncover the truth behind his words and actions. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so you got this guy, right? His name is Stephen Lebossier. No, and you know, no cap, Stephen. We'll take you on the podcast to talk about it. Um, you got this guy. You got Steve Harvey's, right? You got um, different men in the world that have been notorious for taking us, stepping on top of us, and we're talking about us, talking about males, and uh, you know, basically trying to shine a light on what we got going on in the closet, right? To the women. Well, what, what's the dude that got caught up a while ago? Mm-hmm. That's, that's that Superman syndrome. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, no, no. Hey, I'm just gonna go out, go ahead and say that this is um this is debilitating to men, I think, bro. I think this does not help us. I think we need to help each other. If we feel like we have a uh, lying problem within us, like in our area, we need to help one another in regards to, like, let's help us with the insecurities that got us lying. Like, hey, bro, like, let's write a book to be like, hey, how, this is how you address your insecurities with your woman. You know what I'm saying? Or how you go about that versus writing a book saying he's lying, sis. Like, like I can't look at you across no table without looking at you crazy, bro. It's like, what? Why you write that book, bro? Like, let's just... right. <laughs> what made you wake up and say, hmm, I'm going to write this book about the men lying? Like, come on, bro. Like, bro like, they need to on. know. They need to know. Sis, you need to know. Like, <laughs> with some tea. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, I, I feel like, you know, all jokes aside, because we, we want to be a light about everything. I think it really does take a concerted effort, you know, for us to focus inward and find out, you know, because I mean, if you if you got to write something like that, or if you got to be the like Superman syndrome, like Demarcus is talking about, and go and try to, you know, highlight the issues in other people like you, then you may be having an issue yourself. I think that's like a it got to be a sign of like narcissism, like or some type of mental some know, kind of ism. <laughs> One of them isms, like it's an ism. What's y'all's thoughts on that, man? Like y'all, y'all ain't never got. I know for sure I got did like that in high school, like. Like by some dudes that, you know what I'm saying, was talking to my girl, like, hey, you know what Carrie be doing. You know, the problem with Carrie is he be, you know, and just, I used to be like, bro, do you think you're going to get my girl like this? That was, yeah. Dirty making his, best friend. his lifelong, bro. Yeah. That was the plan. They decide, dude, or whatever they want to call it, they best, they best friends, and then they try to. Yeah. So when you get you her, if you get, if you get her, though, then what? It's temporary. Yeah, she's going to go to the next. long time. And then yeah. he's gonna be mad when she come back. Yeah. But now nah, they they basically try to put you out so they can get in the picture. But like you said, that's the wrong way to get a girl because she probably gonna run back to she might it might last a week or two, but she's gonna run back to kid. She's gonna run back to the to the slow way. Slow way. Yeah. <laughs> that's what had it in the first place. Yeah. So but dude, stop pandering the women. Stop dirty macking. Stop being bums. <laughs> Right, man, I'm gonna start making a list. I'm gonna put it on Dirty Look, Biggie had the 10 crack commandments. <laughs> Biggie gave you 10 more. I'm gonna come up with just commandments for y'all to stop. Just stop doing this. <laughs> you, what you dirty macking for? Like, I ain't gonna lie though. Before I even say that, 
I dirty make it one time in my life. <laughs> I did. But it wasn't even like, ah, oh, you ain't this and that. I told the girl straight up, I was like, you're too fine for him. Like, you you look way too that's game though. That's game though. That's like that's like that's like you know that ain't what I'm dirty, man. That ain't dirty, Mac. You didn't give out no real like you know what I'm saying dirt against him. You just nah, saying like you too fine for you know what I'm saying. Like that's different. And I meant that. You meant at the time no, I was like, <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Hey. I was very confused. But you got to be a stronger man than than to be out here trying to do stuff like that. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I mean, I. I Maybe I said I don't like I'll use Nate words. I don't look at you as a man. He whether I was right or wrong, I don't look at you as a man anyway. I look at you as a bum anyway. So Mm. if you if you if if you ain't got the let me not say that if you ain't got the two legs to stand on, you know, saying come to me as a man, what 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 are you doing? And it ain't that you can't turn it around. Like you could, you could become a man back again. Like you know, you say you get your manhood back. You just need to turn. You need to be able to. If you got a problem with us, bring it to us. You know what I'm saying? Don't take but, it over there. The only like, thing I will say, it's it's an audience. I don't know if somebody talked him into it. You know, Steve Harvey. I bet he was probably like, and I ain't saying he did it just for the money. But I bet it's like, man, it's an audience out there that's gonna read this book. They're gonna buy this book. Are you selling your soul, bro? Why are you yeah. selling your soul for the bread? You selling your soul for the bread. You are still us, bro. The same men you talking about, you are. You have the same temptations. Like you have yeah. the same. That's how you can break it down so well. It's like because you of it. So why do you feel like this is like? That's the conversation you have with your sister, like your little nieces <laughs> or something, like yeah. your daughter. That's like because cool, like give them the game to protect them, but. That's not a worldwide conversation, bro. Like, I don't know. Somebody's gonna, if we had a woman on here, I'm pretty sure they would combat us on this because they'd be like, well, how are we supposed to know? But it's like, hey, yeah, man. You know. Don't have a father, don't have a brother. He was being a big brother and a big father and a father to, to us all to protect well, our kids, y'all. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. Somebody got to do don't it. accept it. I don't either. You bring it up with us, bro. It. You bring it up with us and let them read the book that you wrote to us. How about that? How about that? How about that? That's how they get the the, the father. You know for you, bro. Yeah, this, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, stop lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> write that book. Title, bro. Yeah, bro, stop lying. Stop lying, bro. Uh, hey, I, you know what? And just to, just to flip it and show you how somebody else did it, uh, I don't know if y'all have y'all read, read the the art of seduction. Mm-mm. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's a dangerous book. It, it placed in the wrong hand. Man, I think it's kind of I, I I don't like Robert Greene's books as much no more though. I think they didn't age well. I know they, they didn't. Yeah, they no. didn't age well. No, they didn't. That's, some of the stuff in there is legit. Like I do think there's some stuff that's like man, but I don't think it all aged well. Like. Forty-eight dollars of power and all that. Like that—that that book is just living off its popularity. Like all yeah. those don't, don't transfer to to this uh-huh. day and age. Nah, it's different. It's different. The now. nine types of seducers. Is that what's in this book? Yeah, they got a lot of stuff in there, man. They got the. Yeah. <laughs> Jarrell, you good over there? That bad phone going. It's scam likely. They probably just trying to, you know, what I'm saying. They trying to figure out what's going on. 
they these frequencies. How do you master the art of This is stupid. No, I just want to say when I look at stuff like this, are these people like board certified psychologists? Do these no. people truly understand the human brain? Because that's stupid. This is somebody trying to like run game and say, oh, I, I know the game. Like, yeah. run. If you, the only person I would take game from like that is a pimp. <laughs> For real. Hey, hey, no. No. <laughs> Honestly, there's a lot of stuff that I learned from from, from them old pimping videos that it's a real man. If, yeah. if you control the head, the body will follow. Like that's a real, that's a real thing. But see, now that's but it's, but it's, it's all in manipulation. Yeah. 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 And that's the yeah, that's I'm, the, I'm not saying it's good. So don't don't start that trying to be pimps. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Oh my God. Where are we going? Well, I mean, I, okay, we could we could talk about this real lightly though, right? So you got pimps and, and, and players and the people that manipulate, right? And the way they go with moving the mind. Right. But that's like the dark side of persuasion. Yeah. Then you got- Hold on, no. Hold on. What's up? What's up? You have, there's a difference between players and liars. Oh, you have God. liars out there, right? Okay. And that's the dark side of it. Because okay. a player is gonna tell you what's okay. what. And you go move accordingly. Okay. If you're lying to say you playing the game, then you really ain't got no juice like that. And that's what the issue is. Okay. I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. But then we talk about the pimping though, right? Because pimp, we can all agree that pimping ain't necessarily something we can honor. It ain't easy. No, we're, we're not saying do that. No, nah, we ain't but, saying we can honor that. But that is the same as, you know what I'm saying, the crowd, the crowd mind, the movement of the mind. Like people do like to feel like, you know, they're valued and, there's people that play into the emotions and the, the mindsets people have, the broken parts of them, stuff like that. And it's like, you have to understand what, <clears throat> um, where you, what side you on, bro? What side you on, right? You could be on the good side where you doing this stuff to help people. Like we, I, I believe in a way we manipulate people to think better about themselves, think better about life. Essentially, that's what we're doing. We, we, we're trying to perpetuate that narrative. Versus where some people make people think, you know, you should be with me. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be, you know, seeing me as a superior to you and give me what I want. Stuff like that. That's the other side of it. The same type of energy is moving, but it's going a different direction. It's not like <clears throat> it's not the it's not the good energy, I feel like, you know. So I feel like you you have to understand when that's happening, how to take it elsewhere. Like you got to be able to take it elsewhere because I do think persuasion is, is heavy stuff, bro. Like persuasion is, is once it's at work, you don't even know you're being persuaded. And rea in reality, if you're really good at it, you like being persuaded yourself. You know what I'm saying? You like to be like, you know, it's just like advertisements. It's marketing. Like we like feeling like, you know, something is selling us and we buying it. Like we, we enjoy that feeling. But you but if you're somebody that really understands that. And you've uh <laughs> the parks you say you're here. And you've uh mastered it to a degree. Huh? I don't like the people at the front of Sam. But go ahead. There's a lot of people what? The people at the front of Sam. <laughs> oh, the people at the front of Sam. But Sam's may not be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? The best nah, at it is I was thinking like coach, like the ones you like, you know how exactly. coaches us into whatever they need us to do. Yeah, we run the wall. 
Yeah. Your ankles swollen as, as carry and you still playing. Man. So, because I mean, oh God, the ankles yo. <laughs> you rap, hey, put 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 some tape around it. I'm going to play. I'm coming. I'm about to put my game. foot on the podcast right now so y'all can see it. <laughs> we don't. Oh, we don't need to see that. I got. You. Yeah, we don't want to see that. You gonna go viral? <laughs> I look crusty toes. The thing's gonna be like, come over here. Oh, game, baby. All right. So, um... <laughs> anyway, yeah, straight up. We don't need to, we don't need to do these at nine o'clock, y'all. Be <laughs> I know, right? I was just about to say the same thing. It's because it's yeah. too late. It's late. It's too late. But nah, man. In reality, though, you know what I'm saying. I just think that was dark. that was whack. Um, in my opinion, I think we need to focus more so on us. That's that was my whole reason. Yeah, yeah, one. Build up our young men, our peers, and our elders in a way that we all see ourselves as more. We need to see more from ourselves. Um, and, you know, we gotta see our brother as ourselves. You gotta love your brother, help your brother, right? Don't, don't let your brother be out here flapping and then be telling his girl that he lying. Come on, bro. What kind of brother is that, brother? Brother, what kind of brother? What was this song? What kind of brother do for me? <laughs> A real brother. Brother. Oh, Ain't too man. many real ones out here. What I got for the people, man? The what best we man with? I could be. Yeah. What we leaving with these people, though, man? What we leave with them? Uh-oh, hold on. Let me hear what Nate philosophy, what philosophy Nate has for the people today, man. Nate, I, I'm not going to give y'all this one. That, that, that was a good song, though. He, that song was actually very, no, I'm talking very, about you using all these philosophers. You got one for the people to end off the show, man, man. Well, when it comes to to what Kerry was talking about with how people can play with your mind, I just want y'all to to refer back to one of the other great philosophers of the South, Helen from Port Arthur, Texas. He said, just keep in mind that most preachers are false prophets. They're doing stuff and getting paid. Okay, I'm not gonna say what they're doing, but just remember the mind is a is a very susceptible thing. You gotta know what you're putting into it. You gotta understand what those messages are coming from and look for what they're trying to get at you, all right? Mm-hmm. That's the real thing. Yeah. And that was the nice way to say that. But go ahead, Kieran, my bad. And, uh, <laughs> to add to that, um, I would say <clears throat> don't live in a cage, right? Don't live in a cage. Wherever you go, you know, make sure you are able to be whatever that situation caused you to be. Uh, don't don't live in a cage in your mind. Allow your mind to be free and, and exposed to all things and accepting of all things. You know what I'm saying? Because this world is forever changing. Don't get caught in the past. So that's what I would say. Facts. Mr. Lipton, bro. <laughs> oh, this is like something serious. Oh, no, no. If it ain't broke, oh. I'm fix it. Hey, bro, don't fix it. That's true. Yeah, easy, easy money. Um, y'all be blessed, man. Uh, stay prayed up, stay focused, for real, for real. Because social media, everything we 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 let in our minds, just TV, media, everything, it, it, it can mess us up. So stay prayed up. Uh, like Kerry said earlier, don't let nobody change the person you are. I don't care if they think you're cool, you lame, be yourself. So. That's what I'm I got at. one more. I got one more. I want to. Uh, who is it? the dude name on Instagram? Is like Illuminati Congo or something. I saw this post earlier, and it said, "Attention and attitude 
both start with AT because your attention and your attitude determine where you're at. I thought that was real dope. I like that. <clears throat> attention and your attitude. With that. And be a light, baby. Be a light. Happy birthday, Sloan. Appreciate it. Happy brother. birthday. Appreciate In about a couple hours. I'm going to text you because you're going to be up. Yeah, I'm going to be sick. So I'll tell you. Yeah, I might not be next to 12. I'm going to try to. Man, it's I'm, all good. It's all good. I don't want to make it to 1045. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh man, y'all brothers be blessed. We're gonna go ahead I and uh, send you a gift, but you don't like them anyway, so I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> why, would you, why would you do that if you don't want one to yourself? You don't want that yourself, so why would you do it to me? See, do I, unto I, others, the market. As you want to do, you know what I'm saying? You know why? Because I respect and I love you. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, be like, y'all, be like, we out, we out.